Hello, my name is Shrukalata and I am an engineer by day and belly dancer by night. Recently, I was named as one of the top young engineers in the UK, which was not something that I could have ever imagined when I was younger because, well, engineers normally look nothing like me. So in this series, I will interview some badass engineers who smash through those stereotypes. In this episode, my guest is... Rocket scientist, Bianca Trifalo. Welcome to the first episode of Badass Engineers. I'm super, 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 super excited. Yay! Hello! Hello! How are you? I'm really good. I'm so happy to see you. You look beautiful. You look like the fun and all the stars out there. Oh, yeah. See, I put um, some PCBs, like circuit boards, on some fabric behind me. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> I, I love it. But by the way, you know, all, all the things that you were doing with your secret boards and everything, I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> this is how I feel about you, Bianca. This is how everybody feels about you. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to tell you the format of today, if that's okay. Okay, so we're going to keep it to 20 minutes. Last time I tried to keep it to 20 minutes and then it went on for half an hour. So I'm going to be super harsh with the time today. And then I've got a lot of questions in here that people have sent us. So I'll uh-huh. go through them at random. Uh-huh. And first, I just want you to introduce yourself to everybody who's watching now. Okay, so, well, uh, my name is Bianca Cefalo and I'm a rocket scientist, so that's yeah! fine. <laughs> Sorry, fangirling, fangirling. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's my baseline, but this means that I'm an aerospace and astronautics engineer. So I'm coming from the engineering side, not the physics side of the things. And, uh, well, um, I'm a space advocate, psychom, uh, science communicator. Uh, I have multiple jobs. Um, I don't know. I you don't know. on, like, NASA projects and you interviewed Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, my very first job when I was, when I moved from Italy, because I'm Italian, you can tell from accent. It's a beautiful <laughs> accent. <laughs> so uh, I studied uh, engineering in Italy, and then when I was 23, I moved to Berlin. That was my very first job as a aerothermal fluid dynamic analyst on the uh, Insight Mars mission. That is wow. an astronomical mission. And that was my very first project. Then I stayed in Berlin for five years. And uh, during that time, I moved from fluid dynamics to thermal engineer, testing qualification, flight hardware qualification, R&D, development of thermal products for thermal management solution, CubeSets, payloads, uh, bigger projects, electronic electronic components actually nice. uh, all of the things that are orbiting around the earth like any small or big satellites i was simulating the orbit and i was uh, i was checking the dowling data as well from the from the spacecraft then after my life in berlin that was full of space stuff and nightlife and <laughs> travels and anything berlin's nightlife is crazy i've got so many friends in berlin <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it was it was a very full on life, you know. Like I didn't just went there to leave; I went there to smash it. 
on any kind of aspect. Yes, that's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. What are you up to these days, Bianca? What do you do now? So then these days, it's three years now that I'm in London and uh, we're, we're, you know, I'm trying to smash it in different ways. So what I'm up to these days, I started, um, well, the lockdown gave me time to, to think about, you know, the impact I wanted to have from it technological and social point of view you know as you know we, we we're both very major advocates of equality in different for different reasons so i i started doing that more and more often putting myself out there more because uh and receiving loads of both hate or love you know it depends oh my god yeah yeah i, I get um, much the same it's like people either love me or hate me and like I, like my friends have overheard other people that i've never worked with before who said awful things about me and i'm like i've literally never met you i've literally never met you yeah yeah <laughs> uh. So, so um, um, at, at the moment also, what happened, I was working at Airbus Defense and Space and Telecommunication Spacecraft for innovation. Mm -hmm. uh, and then basically lost, it was in September that I changed and now I joined a uh, uh, tech startup, which is based in Atlanta. And now I'm still in space. In but the US? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So now I'm in London because I'm the director for the London Operations business development but i'm working both european and uh, american hours so basically it's a non-stop wow uh, and i'm really pleased with what they are doing it's it's really it, when you say it's out there you know it's advanced materials in ways that nobody has ever seen before in space yeah. Yeah. and i love doing that i love you know now or even going from the engineering to the more the business side of it, to the strategies, the marketing, it, it's great. It, it's the other way around, let's say. Yeah, you know, I um, work for a startup now and I, I, it's so much fun. It's so much kind of faster and everybody is like really on it, you know, and you're, yeah. you're a small team, so you're making a big difference. Exactly. And uh, especially, you know, the what's very important these days, uh, even now more than ever, is that you want to work with people that you love, first of all. And also you want to work for to a purpose, you know, to have a mission. So when I was called by, by the CEO of the company, it was during the summer. Uh, it's because they're all thermal engineers solving a problem for, for thermal engineers. Mm -hmm. And I have engineer so I was like I this is the, the best place for me uh plus I'm working on my own startup too which <laughs> I really like <laughs> also which uh cosmic space which I uh, I've incorporated this summer so I'm doing consultancy job for space education for event for public speaking gigs all of those more social stuff let's say when do you sleep, Bianca? When do you sleep? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm not proud of it because especially these days with my housemate, I'm like, Natalie, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just feeling like floating somewhere out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you... yeah, I'm in health kind of low-key ninja mode working on my tech startup, which I'm... Fingers crossed, I'm starting to go for an investment round, the first public investment round next March. So that's, that's so exciting. It. Good luck. 
I can't wait to hear more about that. Are you ready for some of the questions in this back? Yes. Okay, yes. okay. Do, 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 do. I wonder which question we'll get first. Let's go with this one. <laughs> okay, what does it say? It says, oh my God, I can't believe you interviewed Neil deGrasse Tyson. How did that happen? How was it? <laughs> So actually, I didn't interview Neil. I was interviewed with him. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh my God, that's even better. Oh my yes. God. Oh my God. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was, I was invited uh, to a panel. So basically, uh, there is this this great the space to this friend of mine, and uh, he has this regular uh, show that is in where he is inviting loads of people, different people from the space industry. His, his show is called the Space Fam, and uh, it's happening every Saturday. So he's obviously based based in the states, and uh, it was the show before his birthday, his official birthday. So he was like, "Hey, yeah, I love to have you on my show." Now for me in London it was three a.m. <laughs> and and he said, "Well, you know, I, I love for you to be with us." And um, there were amazing, amazing panelists, amazing um, people, like from music to art to rocket science. I didn't know that Neil deGrasse was there. I had no idea. Wait, you found <laughs> out that Neil deGrasse was there when you got there? So, so I found out that like a week before. <laughs> oh. oh my god so basically you know it's that time when and that was like because you know when you love so much what you do that these things happen yeah. i was like well it's gonna be 3 a.m for me and i'm packing my house and i'm full of packages around because i'm moving and it's all a mess but i love speaking space at any hour of day and night so of course i'm coming oh I said, and i was there with neil <laughs> Oh, that's so sweet. Somebody just commented as well that this, this interview is giving me a lot of positive energy. Thank you. Not dot now, please. I love your username at <laughs> not now because <laughs> I love it. Oh, and smashing stem stereotypes that amazing. Rocket, rocket, rocket. I love rocket. Cool. That, <laughs> I'm so surprised. But that, I mean, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson after that was like, oh my God, I didn't know that Bianca was there. She's so awesome. <laughs> All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, this is actually from my friend Suryatapa. Hello, Suri, if you're there. Uh, says, do you ever get told that you don't look like an engineer? How do you deal with it emotionally? <laughs> I've been told I don't look like an engineer probably since the very first day I said I wanted to become an engineer. How long ago was that? When was that? It was, whew, I was, what, 15 when I knew that I wanted to become an engineer. Oh and uh, I am told all the time. So yeah. you have to you go to a bar, you go to places. So what do you do? I'm a rocket scientist. People laugh at me. They people do laugh at you? Of course, they, people laugh at me because they think, you know, I'm joking. Like, uh, that's, I, I probably work in fashion, in music, in all those, all oh those kinds of things. Oh, my God. And that, that's a baseline. This is what they think. And uh, how I deal with that, to be honest, I don't have to deal with that. They have to deal with the fact that 
I am a rocket scientist. And they have to do look like it. their yeah. own stereotypes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I don't have to deal with it. It's your problem. It's your problem that you don't believe me. I love that. Should you read what else people are saying? Oh, hey, Jamie. And Natalia says, God bless you both. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yay. Sweet. Okay. More questions. And how long do we have left? We've got like 10 minutes left. Let's see how many more questions we can get through. <laughs> So, da -da 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 -da. Ooh. Oh, up <laughs> this one or that one? Pick. Um, that one. The short one? Yeah. This one, yeah? Okay, <laughs> what does it say? Oh, we can do both, to be honest. <laughs> okay, let's have them both after each other. This one says, what is next for you? Who? Yeah, what is next for me is to coming out of stealth mode, you know? <laughs> And uh, um, it's, it is exciting when you are working on your own baby. You know, it's mm. extremely exciting and uh, it's frightening at the same time. Uh, but um, because for me, space technology... It's a lot of responsibility, isn't it? Huh? It's a lot of responsibility, isn't it? It is. It is. It's, mm. it's when you actually have to step up. In a way, you yourself have to step up and also because you know that other people are depending on you. People mm -hmm. that have kids, that have family, and they are depending on me already, the co-founders I have. Uh, and uh, I will be future CEO. So <laughs> this is basically <laughs> incredible. next for me. And uh, it, it, is, it is frightening and uh, it is very exciting at the same time. And this is what next. It's not even, it's not about the title. It's for me something that, you know, having the possibility to solve a problem I have experienced myself, my peers have experienced, many students, many academia, many innovators have experienced and having the possibility in a way to come out with something that solves that problem and is advancing the technology into space and for the Earth and for the entire humanity, this is what is next for me. Now, how I'm going to make it happen, I'm still figuring out. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will figure it out, Bianca. You're incredible. You have a huge, <laughs> huge mastermind brain. Let's read this one. Uh, what does it say? Oh, I guess he kind of answered this a little bit. How did you end up working on an NASA project? And is is it what you expected? Is it what you thought it was going to be? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't because I always wanted to work in Formula One. So that was my, my starting point. You uh, had your own Formula One team at university, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. The Formula <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to work... I wanted to have an experience at, at uni and then it didn't exist. So I said, then I have to make it happen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So I wasn't what, what was at home to work uh, on the NASA project. Then when I was at uni and I started moving towards more space education, hypersonic aerodynamics, space systems and so on, uh, I realized that I could apply fluid dynamics not only to Formula One cars, but also to re-entry vehicles and capsules and whatever and i was okay so i'm gonna just go out there and see what i can do and then i got very very annoying at professors because i was pestering them really to understand how, <laughs> where i could go outside my academia outside italy 
and then this this um, uh, th this this opportunity came around in Berlin, and uh, it was for NASA. So it was completely unexpected, especially because five years before that experience, I was so broke. I was so broke that oh. I was studying with candles at home. I no, swear. No, really. No, so when I when you look back and you're like. Oh my god! Where where was that? Was that in Berlin? Uh, I was when I was in Italy. It's because in Italy. yeah. So I was with my family, but we had a very you know bankruptcy of our business. Of oh the family business, it happens. You know, when you are a business owner, it can happen that there are failures, and yeah. we as children were part of the failure. So there was a moment that was extremely dark. It was two thousand and eight. But then in 2013, I was in Berlin working for NASA. So good that I didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I actually came so close to quitting engineering myself. But I feel like university makes it really difficult, especially I don't know if it's the same in Italy, but definitely in the UK, like engineering is one of the harder degrees to study for. But I feel like they make it harder. Like they're like, you know, it's like nine to five lectures. You've got deadlines all the time so you're working on evenings and weekends and obviously in the daytime you're going to your lectures and you're on a student loan so you're poor um and I remember just like living in this really damp cold student home and it's just not nice they, they do make it that the entire education system is broken and they make it really hard. This morning I was started, I was basically um talking with a with a aerospace engineering student he's also from the south from my region but then he moved to milan and he said well to be completely honest it doesn't have it doesn't really change here there are no many hands-on activities it's, there is a lot of theories a lot of making it hard for the sake of making it hard yeah. but then once you're done you have no idea what to do next yeah. unless yeah. you are so proactive yourself and trying to find a way but that's not how it should be. You were no, paying it's a not service. How it should be. The, not the entire be. education like should a be competition. behavioral, a social education. It's just not you know about scribbling down all these equations and then what am I supposed to do when I have to use a software? I'm not going to write down all the Navier Stokes for aerodynamics. <laughs> I need. Yeah, like I haven't even done kind of like A level grade integration differentiation that often as a job. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just it, they make it. There are other ways to get into engineering, and I don't feel like you have to be this person who can who's like incredible at maths. Obviously, there's jobs for that too, but you don't need that, and that shouldn't be the only route. Bianca, what do you think about, um, so there are some questions in the comments. How do you feel about those? Or would you like me to go more through the bag? We've got oh, about three minutes um, yeah, we, we can go, we can go over the questions and, you know, I, ha I have time to answer, you know, it's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do that as our last question then. So um, creative to coder has asked, Bianca, you said you were a Ferrari mm -hmm but your previous work expected you to perform like a camper van. What do you mean? Perhaps they wanted you oh, to be slow to respond. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I think everybody should know. Everybody should know about, uh, you know, the potential they have. And uh, so what happens is that when, and this is too many, especially our generation, when you are hired into a corpor corporate culture, they hire you first because you are different. 
because they want to bring, they want to shake things up. Right, mm -hmm. a social, cultural, uh, intellectual perspective, communication, everything. So this is what happened to me really when I went to Airbus Defense and Space in Stevenage, by the way. That per se is like you know, and <laughs> definitely they weren't expecting me being the youngest product manager, the only woman that was under thirty, sitting in a boardroom with guys that you know, generally British over fifty, whatever. Yeah, and that's all good. To the point where, and this applies to everything, not only to job, but also to relationship. It's like they, they hire you or they are with you because they admire the entire package and they see that, you know, it's very different. And it's, it's breaking down all the stereotypes and it's moving forward the innovation in whatever aspects mm -hmm. you think of innovation. But then they realize they actually, you know, you're going to be like that forever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I hear you. Like, I feel like sometimes uh, companies hire diverse people, but expect us to still, like, we're the ones who have to change to suit them still. They're not changing to suit us. Yeah. And, and it's like, why did you hire us in the first place? Like, <laughs> you know, if you're hiring this innovator, they, they, you know, they don't behave in ways that is the nine to five job. It's not the monkey job. It's not the person that you are expecting sitting there from nine to five, perfectly fine, clock in, clock out, and that's it. I'm, I'm the one that is going to speak up anytime I want. I'm the one that is going to be late just because I want to be late. And I'm the one that is also going to work over the weekends. I get stuff done irrespective. Yeah. But you can't expect me to, to fit into a mold. Yeah, which exactly. definitely I have broken since I was born. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, what, what a perfect, what a perfect point to end on. You can't, you don't have to fit into a mold. Thank you so much, Bianca. You're incredible. I'm your biggest fan. Um, thank you. Everybody it's likewise, you know. <laughs> yeah, I loved you since the very beginning. I saw you, and then I didn't know you were my fan too. So it was mutual. <laughs> I know we were stalking each other on Instagram, like. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'll send you this and you can use it however you want. Master Lemma, lovely to see you. Bye. Thank friends. you. Bye bye. Bye.